Keep it locked right here. You are listening to MTMB Sports. And now, the time fight fans all across the globe have been waiting for. It's the MTMV main card with your man, the voice, and uh, my sparring partner. Uh, the, the iron that sharpens my iron. None other than uh, iron intestines. <laughs> Will T. What's going on, man? I'm I'm feeling good, good sir. It's it's a beautiful week. Um, had some uh some pancakes out by the water. Life is life is wonderful, man. I think I'm about to change my name, and I'm getting ready to start going by Wildress because you know Wildress is is uh Idris Elba's younger, uh more handsome, fluffy brother, and that's that's me. So I'm about I mean, to, you know, I'm I'm gonna make it official. Uh, after after you um you know anoint me that so that's that's where i am right now well i mean you anointed yourself that's your name <laughs> on twitter so if anyone wants to find uh will t on twitter you know look look for uh will just elba just put that in and you will find them uh, if you want to find me i'm at the voice on twitter i'm i'm the voice on everything uh twitter facebook um i know people don't use facebook i don't but i had an account still happy um IG, you name it, that's how you find me. Yeah, only follow me if you want spicy talk. I'm spicy about everything I say. So, um, but I just want to give a shout out to the man, the myth, the legend, the voice, sir. Uh, when I started this journey with you, I did not think I was gonna uh succeed. I was like, man, I'm about to be out here talking about fights. I can't pronounce it, these folks, and you have literally guided me to get better and better every week it's an honor to sit here with you um the 2022 spin awards nominee i'm gonna keep saying it until we speak this thing into existence uh for voice of the year the voice the man the myth the legend we need to get t-shirts sir so we can uh we can celebrate this uh you know we, we've talked about uh different t-shirts and things and um uh if you know if the lord wills and, and that does happen then yeah we, we, we gotta make that happen there we go. So before we get in um, uh, to tonight's show, we got a lot of great things for you. Um, I definitely want to mention tonight the PFL featuring heavyweights and featherweights. They actually have a showcase uh, light heavy, light heavyweight fight uh, between Showtime Pettis uh, and Stevie Ray. So if you get a chance after you finish, yeah, lightweight. What I say, light heavyweight. I'm yeah, sorry. It, it, um, hey, you know it's it's a, it's a Freudian slip. It happens when you get a chance. Definitely after you finish this episode of the main card, uh, definitely check out uh, the PFL tonight. That's going to be a great bout. Uh, when we come back, we're going to get into some amazing things, including uh, Bellator 282 and UFC on ESPN. So hold that. The main card, The Voice, Will T. We'll be right back. What's good, everybody? It's your man, the myth, the legend, The Voice. Did you get a chance to catch the MTNV live show this week? Give it a listen to hear all the spicy talk about the hot topics in sports, including the Fight Nights update. Because we love our fight fans so much, 
I'm adding it to this week's main card. As you enter the Fight Night's update arena, rest assured, when you leave, you will be a champion of combat knowledge. Hey, how y'all doing? It's Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports, y'all. I'm blessed to be joined today by our Fight Nights coordinator, The Voice. Listen, he's also nominated for a Spin Award for Voice of the Year. You know what the deal is, man. It's my guy, The Voice, yo. Voice, talk to us, bro. Listen, I know the Bellator is headed to Washington. You just came from a Bellator press conference today. Bro, what happened at the press conference, man? Bring us that live news. Oh, man, the press conference was off the meter it was off the chain it was off the rip it was off of whatever you want to say it was off of uh there you had the headliners uh Gegard Musasi and Johnny Evelyn talking about how and why they're gonna do the things they're gonna do uh Musasi is the coolest dude in the world and the realest he was like I hate uh I hate myself right now I'm coming in 209 pounds which is you know, well over 15 pounds over uh, the limit that he's got to be at. He's like, I, I don't feel good right now. I got to cut all this weight. I was lazy. Uh, but Evelyn does a lot of good things, but he doesn't do anything really well. And whatever he's done, I've seen before. Evelyn was like, look, I know you fought other wrestlers, but you never fought me. So you don't know what it's going to be like when you get in there with me. And King Mo, one of the people who's beaten Musasi, said that Evelyn has more skills now than he did when he beat him. And King Mo is his head trainer. So you had all that dynamic going on. You had the information uh, from the Voices Marquee matchup, uh, which is Danny Sabatello and Leandro Higo. Man, if you got Showtime, you need to be sitting down to watch this on Friday because it's going to be crazy. These guys do not like each other. Uh, Higo was like, I, I just, I, I want to destroy him. I want to beat him. I was like, have you hated anyone more than you hate him? He was like, no, I, 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 I don't like anybody. But dude, he really does not like uh, Danny Sabatello. Danny Sabatello has gotten under his skin. And Sabatello was like, look, I know I got under his skin. He doesn't talk uh, usually, but now he's doing all this talking. And Bro. Hold yeah. on, hold on. What did, what did he do to get under his skin so bad, bro? It sounds like we got a real, real street yard type of fight going on. What's, what, what's up? Danny Sabatello is a master of the mental warfare. And that's what he said he was doing. It's like, this is our mental warfare. He's like, whenever I'm doing anything, we're playing spoons, cards, Mario Kart. It doesn't matter. If we're playing, I hate you and I got to kill you. I was like, dude, where did this come from? He's like, I was just born with it been wrestling since i was four years old and if i'm not victorious then something is wrong i must win he's just driven uh to do that and he speaks like that like i'm gonna kill you the minute that he won his fight uh against uh jornel lugo who he had some nice things to say about him but he also said he wanted to kill him too the moment he did that he stepped on the mic and said leandro higo you suck you absolutely suck took a page out of chael Sonnen's book when he talked about uh um anderson silver but he was like i'm gonna kill you you uh disrespect the game because you come in overweight and i've been waiting to beat you for a long time dude he is off the meter bellator has something with him and he said look 
I'm looking to retire with Bellator, which is something you don't necessarily hear. But he's like, I'm great. I'm making myself greater. And I want to lift the profile of Bellator. Bro, is it, it sounds like it's a tactic of his to hate the other opponent. Do you think the hate is genuinely directed towards his opponent this time? Or is it just gen generally directed to any opponent? It's generally directed towards any opponent, but the moment he gets a a uh, the name of an opponent, it becomes super personal. Mm, mm. Okay, okay, yo, give me the vibe of a of a Bellator press conference because you know most of us are not in those you know spaces or in those rooms. What's the vibe like? You see the fighters, I know they're there. What what, what is that feeling like in those spaces? It's. It's a place that I truly feel honored to be in because you have the one-on-one -on -one attention of that fighter. Doesn't matter if it's uh, someone who's relatively unknown to a legend like Cyborg. You have their undivided attention. It's just like having a one-on-one -on -one conversation, but the whole world is, is kind of looking in. Uh, Bellator does a great job of making these people accessible and making them accessible uh, for those who may or may not be in the room. This is done remotely. Same place I'm sitting recording this show is the same exact place that I was sitting when I was speaking to everyone on today. And I really appreciate the fact that they make those fighters and they make their fighters so accessible uh, to all of the media. Bro, you talked about a um, your, your marquee matchup. You were kind of getting into more fights. What else is coming down the pike for, for Bellator? Oh, man, this fight card is phenomenal that Bellator has. So uh, the Sabatello and Higo fight is in the Bantamweight Grand Prix. Uh, also uh, in the Bantamweight Grand Prix on this card, you have... Um, Magomed Magomedov, who trains with the likes of Habib Nurmagomedov. He's going to be fighting uh, against Enrique Barzola, who won Tough Latin America 2, I believe. Uh, then, you, speaking of Nurmagomedovs, you got, uh, uh, got Usman Nurmagomedov, I believe, is fighting on this card. Uh, you got Kat Zangano on the, the prelims. Uh, I mean, it's just so many different people. I, I, I forget all the people that are fighting. Uh, it's so many. I mean, it, you have a star-studded lineup for Bellator on this card on Friday. And again, you got Gegard Musasi, a legend, a legend. This man has held a belt in every organization that he's been in, with the exception of the UFC. And if he stayed around there long enough, he would have held that one, too. He's been doing this since like the beginning of the 2000s and he's still killing it. People are asking, why are you still fighting? He's like the money. <laughs> I like getting the money. It's like that. That's it. But he's only got a couple fights left. And so if you've not seen him fight, tune in. You're not going to be disappointed. Well-rounded fighter and you may not be able to see his greatness much longer. Dude, are we talking about um, the fight card of the year? Or are we talking about a very good fight card? 
We're talking about a very good fight card. Bellator has been bringing it lately. Uh, the fight card here in St. Louis was bananas. Uh, the fight cards, uh, some of the other fight cards that they've had, the one where uh, Rafian Stotts got his title, that was bananas. Uh, Corey Anderson uh, fought to a draw, or not a draw, it was a, um, yeah, it, it was a, a disqualification or no contest. They're going to run that back soon. Bellator has been coming with the heat. So, yeah, I, I employ everybody. Turn it on to, to Showtime on Friday and catch the fights. You can even catch all the prelims on YouTube or Pluto TV on Bellator's channel. Bro, last thing, man. What do we got going on with the zone? Man, now you talk about card of the year for the zone. They probably have the card, their card at least of the year. You got all these lightweight fighters who are fighting on the main card. Very rarely in boxing do you get really meaningful fights on any part of the card. It's just like a, just a bunch of fights, and then it's the the main event that attracts everyone in that's the reason why most people don't show up until you know about a half hour to the main event because that's all that they're there for but on this zone card you got four title fights four title fights on one card you got uh uh mick williams a royal fight on this card you got uh st louis's own jessica mccaskill undefeated and undisputed champion has all four belts putting her titles on the line on that card and then it's topped off with Sora Rungrisai trying to win back the title that he lost oh man it, it is going to be a phenomenal night of fights on the zone on this Saturday yo you know as always we love to hear that bro thank you so much for bringing us that first take man listen everybody won't be in those rooms but we're happy you're in those rooms and you're letting us know what's going on in the fight world thank you and we appreciate you voice do and we're not done talking fights we got something else coming up right well we're gonna talk about a very very popular thing um between i don't know two fighters that'll that'll have a lot a lot of uh, followers i'll just say that let's just cap it there but i'm excited about what we're getting into look we're gonna take a small break and we'll be right back after this Yo, what's up? This is Prophet Josiah. Make sure you listen to my album, God Made Me Do It, on all streaming platforms. Right now, you are listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. All right. Welcome back, good people. Voice, are you ready to get into these great bouts? Oh, yes. Let's get started. So, Bellator 282, live from the Mohegan Sun Arena in Connecticut. It'll feature a middleweight championship clash between uh, Gigard and the challenger, uh, Johnny Elvin. Now, Gigard is considered by many to be one of the greatest fighters of all time. He'll be mm. looking to go 3-0 and in his last three fights against the number one ranked contender. So, that means in his last three fights... 
against number one ranked contenders, this man is three and zero. Uh, can't say enough about it. So he's looking at potentially to move up uh, and fight for the light heavyweight title by the end of the year. Um, he actually stated that he sees uh, Evelyn, and I quote, nothing new, <laughs> comparing him to his last two opponents. <laughs> so, voice, what do you make of these comments, and what are your thoughts on this potential move up to light heavyweight? I mean, well, it's just, it's just saucy being saucy. Ever since now, and I, I'm going to take it back because I go way back with the moves, uh, with the dream catcher. Back when he was in um, Strike Force, he was fighting there. And he was the light heavyweight champion in Strike Force. He lost it to uh, King Mo. That was a great fight. I, I still remember that. Uh, but back then, and when he first came into the UFC, he didn't talk much. He was just. He, he was a, a fairly uneventful interview. Humble. But after, I want to say, oh, I forget who it was. He, he fought somebody. Maybe it was after he fought or right before he fought. Um, oh, my goodness. What's the guy's name? He had that spectacular knockout on uh, Tough. Um, oh God, Uriah Hall, Uriah Hall. So right around that time frame, maybe after he lost to Uriah Hall, he just start throwing the 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 flames, just just like I don't care, and that has just been absolutely uh, fantastic. He, he's gone from someone you kind of didn't want to interview to someone you had to be there uh, when he was talking. So uh, yeah, Moose is a legend. Every single organization, with the exception of the UFC that he's been in, he has been a champion. You say he's fighting uh, the number one uh, fighter now three times in a row. He's been fighting the number one fighter uh, most of his his career in Bellator. I mean, uh, the only fight that wasn't a number one fight was his first fight with Alexander Shlomenko, who was the former champion. Went on to fight uh, 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 Rafael Carvalho, beat him in the first round, took the belt at Bellator 200. Then we had that fight with uh, Rory McDonald, which really wasn't a fight at all. Rory was uh, daring to be great and unfortunately failed miserably. Uh, you know, then he lost to Rafael Lovato Jr., who was the number one uh, fighter. But yeah, like, like you said, it's, it's nothing new. Not only is he fighting. Um, you know, Johnny Eblen, who is primarily a wrestler, although Johnny likes to uh to do some different things as far as his fights are concerned. But you know, he, he's a, a wrestler at heart, wrestle at Mizzou. So, you know, you, you know, uh, <laughs> your man the voice uh was was liking and digging that. Got a chance to talk to him uh at the fight card here in St. Louis, uh at UFC, I mean not UFC, Bell Tour 275. Yeah, you know, he's good dude. Uh, has King Mo in his corner, who I just said, King Mo beat Musashi for the belt. So you got that aspect of things. Then you also have the fact that he's at ATT. And, you know, those, those three people that you talked about, him beating, or I should say at least the last two that he beat. Yeah, this is the third wrestler from ATT that he's fighting in a row. John Salter, who we talked about Evelyn beating. Uh, he, or I should say at least a third wrestler. John Salter, he beat. Austin Vanderford, an uh, ATT um, uh, fighter, he beat. 
So, uh, and Douglas Lima, even though he doesn't train in Coconut Creek, uh, Douglas Lima is uh, ATT as well. Not a wrestler, but ATT fighter. So, for for the, the camp and for the team, this is good because they keep game planning against this guy. And even though they have different fighters that are going in there, uh, their skill sets have been somewhat comparable. So, you know, maybe third time is a charm for ATT and uh, and Musasi. I mean, it's just the fact that he dismissed him in that manner, I feel like just kind of adds more spice to it. But you can't just dismiss somebody. No matter how good you are, we always say it only takes one punch. But it's 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 definitely going to be an exciting bout. And, and the funny thing about it is, for Bellator two eighty two, that's not even the most spicy fight that we have to talk mm-hmm. about tonight. On the undercard, we have the voices marquee matchup, and in that bout, this seems to be uh, more trash talk than an NBA game. Uh, in this yeah. bout, <laughs> Leandro <laughs> is going to be taking on Danny Sabatello uh, in the quarterfinals matchup. Now. While Sabatello has stated that he wants to punish Leandro for being disrespectful to the sport uh, due to Leandro's uh, issues with uh, missing weigh-ins, Leandro stated on record that Sabatello not only needs work on his trash-talking skills, but he plans to shut him up with a right-to-the-mouth voice. Come on, it's two fights in a row. What are we going to see here, and could this be a surprise bout on the Bellator undercard? It's not a surprise bout. It's the co-main event. It's a co-main event for a reason. Uh, Not only is this a part of the uh, Bantamweight Grand Prix, there's another Bantamweight Grand Prix fight on this card right before it with Megamedov and uh, Enrique Barzola. That should be phenomenal. You got Brennan Ward and Cassius Clay. You got former champ Brent Premis on the undercard and Kat Zingano fighting Pam Sorensen on the undercard. This card really has a lot going on for it. Um, but this fight is a co-main event for a reason. It's because of what you just said. It's because of the uh, the Italian gangster, Danny Savatello. <laughs> He's so loquacious that uh, when the press conferences are held... It's kind of hard to get in and say anything because one person says something and then he just goes. He's going and going and going and going and going. I was like, man, you know, I, I really want to say something, but I don't know if I'm going to get a chance to get in to say anything. And sure enough, I didn't. I hope to uh, end the the press conferences coming up uh, soon. We record this. Uh, we're recording this uh, before the press conference uh, starts. So hopefully I get in, get to say something. If I do, uh, then we'll talk about that on uh, our Fight Nights update. But yeah, he he brings the heat. And when he won in Hawaii earlier this year, I said to myself, and I think I put out there uh, when Scott tweeted about him, that you got a star on your hands and a star is born. He is a master of speaking and he is a master of wrestling uh the question that i want to ask him is okay you're a phenomenal wrestler with a great gas tank 
you got the gift of gab you call yourself the italian gangster it, how much of an influence is Chell Sonnen on you? Because Chell Sonnen's the American gangster. And you like a mini Chell Sonnen in, in the way that you approach things. So I, I'm I'm wondering how much of an influence he's had on him. Um, the one thing that he said recently that I found really funny, and, and it's been true to form, he said, I have an issue with everybody that I fight. I, I got it with them I, I got a problem with you because the same way that he's talking bad about Leandro Higo he was talking about Jornel Lugo the same way until he beat him now he did give uh, uh, Lugo respect though he was like hey he's a phenomenal fighter he's got skills you know but I don't like him and I'm gonna beat him and then after he beat him he was like yes he's a great fighter or whatever Leandro Higo I'm coming for you you are trash you're garbage and I know he go, you know, was like, yeah, you got bad trash talk. But if you saw their interactions, you saw that he got under he goes skin. He goes sitting there and kind of rolling his head like, yeah. So uh, it, it, that's why this voices marking matchup. It, it not only has title implications, it's got a whole lot of heat on it. And I see it being just a five round punishment like Sabatello said he, he's he's got the cardio uh to do that um or you're going to see he go do uh what he said he's gonna do now he go has knocked some people out in the past but that's not really uh that's not really what he's known for you know he comes out of the the uh the Noguera camp and the Pitbull camp Pitbull brothers they bang Noguera was known more so for um for his grappling expertise and you know most of the fights that he's won by stoppage have been by submission i think he has like three uh three stoppages by strikes so um you know he he he, <laughs> he reminded me of cambosis uh, who we talked about at the end of the last card saying oh yeah you know you you say that i'm uh people call me a jujitsu fighter and i'm not a jujitsu fighter you're right i'm a mixed martial artist i mix in all my skills there was like aha we got the mind games going think i'm a jujitsu fighter and watch me strike with you to, to just get inside close enough to take you down and employ my jujitsu but uh <laughs> um I, I yeah i i can't wait i can't wait I, I mean, that. whatever you got to do to 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 psych yourself up, I'm I'm all for it. But I mean, come on, it's it's only gonna take so much before Leandro gets in 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 that ring, and then it's like, then what? Like, what, what's what's gonna happen? There? So I'm I'm eager to see how this plays out, especially after watching a few of the videos where he talked about him, and it was like it was like a rap this battle disrespect yes. type, <laughs> and I was just like. Oh, okay. So now I see why this is the voices marquee matchup here. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to talking to him because another thing I want to ask him about, uh, what he said, is again he takes everything personal, even like playing pinball. So like, okay, what is it? What, what's your competitive drive? Where you know if we're playing pinball or, or flipping quarters, that you know th- that is personal. Now you hate. I don't, you know that, but having that kind of drive, and I believe him when he says this is just him. I, I truly believe that because he, at least from the times that he's been exposed, that we've seen him, 
wherever you see them, you see the same thing all the time. Wow. Wild talk. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with that. But, it, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I get excited when I see fighters trash talk, but then I think to myself, man, I, I sure hope you don't get in there and embarrass yourself. But moving on, uh, UFC on ESPN also taking place uh, Saturday, uh, June 25th, actually at the UFC Apex. Um, it's going to be a light, a lightweight main bout between uh, Armand and former lightweight champion uh, Garmont. Now, this is going to be a five round bout that actually should have major ranking implications on a lightweight division. Now, Armand is actually coming off of a, a five bout victory streak with the last two being KOs, while uh, Grandma has won his last three. Um, so, Voice, what are your thoughts here with both of these men coming in with major momentum, and what should we expect from this main event bout? The UFC has been doing a really good job of placing uh, fighters for uh, their main events. Uh, they've had a lot of shows lately and a lot of them have been uh, as uh, been folks would say uh, JSF just some fights however the the main events have been decent they've been decent and they did a great job uh, with this one Armand Sarukian uh, and Mateus Gamrot are phenomenal fighters three losses between them uh, you know in their 41 combined fight career uh, like you said, it is definitely a um, a fight that has, I won't say title implications, but it definitely uh, weighs heavily in the rankings. Uh, you know, with lightweight, it's really a log jam at the top. We know that um, we know that that Chandler is out there chirping and trying to get back in uh, there. Uh, Poirier, you know, he, he's he's out the picture, but he's still he's out the picture, but he's still in the picture. Uh, you know, uh, the 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 shadow of Conor McGregor still looms large over this division. And we're not sure who uh, will who will face the, the champion, uh, Charles Oliveira. Could it be the winner of the fight between Islam Makhachev and um uh Benil Darius could be again with all that being said they in order to stay in the uh in the rising ranks of the contenders because they haven't even really gotten into that top tier yet but to start making their way there they've got to win uh this fight and both of these guys are uh phenomenal like i said not not many losses between them uh they both bring it whenever uh they do fight and yeah it, it should just be it should be phenomenal i'm looking forward to it yeah it definitely should be exciting just to just to not only see where uh this takes the light the lightweight division but also just the fact that they're both coming off of you know strong wins in their in their last few fights it's definitely going to be amazing now on that undercard it looks like we have a two for one because we have another voices marquee matchup. Now, the Haitian sensation is going to face a tremendous challenger in the undefeated, another great nickname, the Machete. <laughs> now, mm-hmm. the upstart had actually called out Manny on Twitter. Um, and many know that Manny's been known to take on any fight that's thrown at him. 
Yes. Um, he's five and one in his last six fights. He recently tied uh, UFC Hall of Famer George St. Pierre with the most wins in the welterweight division all time with 19. Um, so, voice, what? How do you feel about this? Uh, the Nomad, as they also called him, mm-hmm. calling out Nagy for for this bout now. Uh, with his history, was this a smart move? Yeah, it definitely was a smart move. I mean, uh, Rachmanov is undefeated. He has not lost ever as a uh, mixed martial artist. You know, he's out of of Kazakhstan, like so many other great fighters. I feel like my man Triple G is from Kazakhstan, if I can, uh, if I'm remembering correctly. He has a fighting um, dis, or should say, his primary discipline is combat sambo, which has been killing the game as of lately you know you look at i stated uh islam makashev you look at the the goat the absolute goat habib namagamedov all of it was sample so for him to have that kind of background and not only win all of his fights but he's like uh the that we talked about on the last uh uh main card he's stopped every single person that he's fought there hasn't been a person that he has stood across the cage from that has gone the distance with him now you're fighting neil magny this is the real deal because like you said neil magny you know is setting records with his levels his level of wins neil magny like you said he doesn't care he's fighting anybody and everybody and for you to get into that type of contention you really need to go through neil Magny because neil Magny is going to show you who you really are he's got yeah fears no one and has a a nice well-rounded skill set he doesn't have the kind of skill set that a run will allow him to uh to win the title because it's just not exciting enough for um it's not exciting enough for the UFC brass. People, you know, want to see him fight, but it's not like, oh man, Neil Magny's fighting. Oh, I got to see that fight. It's like, oh, Neil Magny's fighting. Oh, okay, well, you know, I, I'll pay attention to. You know, it's just kind of like, um, like that 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 nice girl with with the uh, with the great personality. It's like, oh, you know, she she that that's Neil Magny uh, and his fighting style. But he doesn't care. He knows who he is and is going in to do uh, what he does. Now. Another one of the reasons that this is a voice marking matchup is that, uh, again, like I said, Neil Magny is a very well-rounded fighter. His uh, background, his, his initial uh, martial discipline is wrestling. Mm-hmm. He wrestled collegiately at Southern uh, Illinois University in Edwardsville, which is in the St. Louis metropolitan area. And you know that anything St. Louis is automatically or if it's not automatic uh nigeria st louis if it's not automatic it is going to be uh high on the 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 list of potential matchups to be the voices marquee matchup um tyron woodley coached him at edwardsville in wrestling you know so you you got the whole st louis thing going on uh there so you know i'm 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 interested in what's going on just like i'm interested in uh, the fight with Eblin because I mean it's not St. Louis but you know it is Mizzou so 
But anyway, I digress. Um, it should be a. It's gonna prove where, uh, where he is. It's gonna prove where he is because that's what the Haitian sensation does. He proves, you know, are you a contender or are you a pretender? Who are you really? I am the litmus test. So why? So why a win? So why a loss for Magni would would prove that uh, that the machete should move up? Why doesn't I mean I, I get what you said about people not being as excited, but come on, I mean he's undefeated. Shouldn't that cause for people to start taking Magni maybe more serious and seeing him as maybe a championship fighter? Yeah, Mag Magni's not undefeated. Uh, 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 no, I'm, I'm talking about the I'm talking about the machete is undefeated. Yeah, oh yeah, that that's what I'm saying. If if uh, if Shavkat can not only win but stop Magni because people don't really stop Magni. For the most part, if he's losing, he's losing uh, a decision. I mean, uh, you know, just just looking back through, he he lost uh, by way of stoppage last almost four years ago, uh, right before my birthday. He fought uh, Santiago Ponzinibbio and got knocked out. Uh, RDA got him in the arm triangle. Okay, this is RDA. Um, Lorenz Larkin caught him with elbows. Lorenz Larkin is a beast. Um, you know, Damian Maya choked him out. Who doesn't Damian Maya choke out? <laughs> Except for Ben asking who he knocked out. <sighs> yeah, go figure. But anyway, generally, when he's losing, he's losing by decision. So if he can not only win, but keep his perfect record of stoppage going, that's huge. And you're going to have to talk about Shavkat, uh, if that's the case. He, he's he's going to cause himself to get into much bigger fights. He he'll probably be in. I, I want to say this is the the co-main event. Um, he will be. No, it's well. Yeah, I, I forget. Um, I think it is the co-main event. Yeah, it is. They were. At, yeah, they, they made it the co-main event recently because at, at one point they didn't know which one was going to be the main event. Yeah, so it's a co-main event, but believe me, he'll be main eventing if he dispatches Magni the way that he's dispatched everybody else. He'll be fighting, you know, th- those top-tier fighters at welterweight uh, if he dispatches Magni. I could see him fighting, uh, what's the guy's name? What's the Sean Brady is his name because he's got uh, a lot of hype behind him. Right now at welterweight, I could see that being a potential matchup if uh, the machete slices, no, he's not the machete, the nomad. <laughs> if the nomad travels all over Magni uh, in the same fashion and, and, and does it like Genghis Khan, the king of the nomads, uh, and just destroys the Haitian sensation. That makes me, I, I, I want to, I'm not going to lie, I want to see Magni kind of pull it out because I feel like people are not really taking him as serious as they should now funny note is i was actually reading up on this before they call him the nomad but i've also seen uh, a lot of people call him the machete so i, I just thought that was weird but you know i mean he's he's undefeated uh he's actually listed um on a couple different websites um you were talking about uh him being from um Kazakhstan. Mm-hmm. He's he's literally rated the number one fighter, uh, number one MMA fighter uh, all time. He's only twenty five, so that's tremendous in itself. Yeah. Um. Wow. Moving on to our last fight of the weekend. It's definitely going to be a short weekend for that. Uh, the WBC flyweight title. So on Saturday, 
uh, June 25th at the Techport Arena in Texas. Jesse Bam Rodriguez is going to be taking on Soar Rung 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 the uh, oh my god, Rung the almost side. there. Yeah, there you go. Run the catch you. Look at you. They're going to be battling for the WBC Super Flyweight uh, Championship. Now, the challenger is actually looking to defeat them uh, to become a three time champion. Um, voice Rodriguez has been uh amazing in his last few fights what do you see here and uh is is Rodriguez a, a serious fighter as insanity is oh yeah you you got to be serious when you are the 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 titleist and not only is he the titleist he took the title from the man who took the title from uh uh from Sorongi's side so yeah, he this, this is this is a real uh, this is a real fight, and this is going to be uh, it, it should be phenomenal. I'm I'm really looking forward uh, to seeing how this uh, this fight plays out. So Rungvisai is never in a boring fight. I first heard of him when he uh, did the only boxing match that I know of. Uh, that has been under the one championship banner one prides themselves on being uh just fight sports in general you know uh muay thai kickboxing mma and we saw wrong beside boxing uh he's from thailand which that's where uh one does a lot of their, their things thailand philippines you know in, in that area but sore is a beast now how he came to prominence overall though was by beating Chocolatito twice, you know, back in 2017. That's what really raised his stock in his profile. He had a phenomenal, phenomenal fight against um, uh, Juan Francisco Estrada back in 2019. It was like a fight of the year candidate. Oh my goodness, man. It was on a Friday night. I will not forget sitting there watching. I was like, oh my goodness, these cats, these little guys are banging. Oh, that was such a good fight. Um, you know, but he did that that fight, or I should say he had that fight. He lost the title and he has been moving forward trying to regain the title, uh, regain that super flyweight title. And if he is to defeat um uh bam who has been on a tear you know he's a very young man the fact that you uh can be a wbc champion full champion outright not uh you know not any um not any kind of regular champion or or i forget i don't know what wbc calls i just know they they have the champ then they have the super champ no need for a super here he is super super fly and uh and the super champ he yeah bam is a beast he is yeah, a his, beast in his last four fights um he's actually had three knockouts before the fifth round and right. that's how he won the fight and then the last one uh was a, a unanimous decision with uh carlos uh quadris quadris um and that's actually how he won uh, the, the vacant belt. So I mean, he's he's been on a tear. I mean, yeah. he's got ten wins by knockout and five by decision, and literally the last six fights before his unanimous decision were all knockouts or TKO. So uh, that's definitely going to be exciting to see. 
Um, I, I, I definitely want to see exactly what's going to happen with Rodriguez, especially at the age of 22, to see where he can go after this fight. If he, you know, if he potentially wins, I mean, the sky's the limit for this guy, especially considering the fact that it seemed like everybody that he's matched up against, he's not going the distance. Right. <laughs> Outside of the unanimous decision, he's not going the distance. So that'll definitely be a great fight to see. What's good, everybody? It's your man, the myth, the legend, the voice. And on this week's MTMV Live, we talked more about fights than just the fight night update. So I took that portion of the segment and put it into this podcast for you. You're welcome. But make sure that you're tuning in to MTMV Live every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 8.30 Central you're getting not only fight nights updates but you're getting all kinds of good information about all your favorite sports football basketball hbcus wnba i mean you name it we're talking about it sit back take a listen it's the mtmv main card all right y'all we are back y'all we are back. Awesome. My man looking alive. All right, y'all, we're back, coming in hot, talking to y'all about um, what's going on with uh, Mike Tyson. And we got a Paul brother involved. Talk to me right now, voice. Give me the scoop, man. What are we talking about? I know this is your segment, but we bombarded it because this is hot. Talk to us, bro. Yeah, I, I knew when uh, Mike Tyson and Jake Paul came up that you definitely wanted to be involved in it because uh, for you and to you, uh, Jake Paul is uh, the king of boxing. Well, Mike Tyson kind of said the same thing. He was like, look, this guy has 70 million people following him. Uh, whenever he fights and whatever he does, he's bringing attention to the sport. He's bringing money to the sport. I don't see a problem with him. I like him. And we need to fight before the year is up. To that, Jake Paul respectfully said, thank you, sir. Look forward to uh, to doing business with you. So uh, all this happened on Jimmy Kimmel Live, at least Mike Tyson's part. Uh, Jake Paul's was in a tweet. Uh, so we can expect to see um, at least some movement where uh, Jake Paul may get his comeuppance finally i don't know i mean you know we we gotta remember uh tyson is 50 something years old uh but the fact that every time he hit roy jones roy said it hurt him means that uh we we, we might have something you're muted i know yo so talk to me um v i want to i want to ask you a question would you watch this fight is this something you'll be interested in um Again, I unfortunately did not get to see Mike Tyson actually box in his air. Um, I only got to watch the highlights and the like older clips during COVID. So um, unfortunately, I don't I didn't get to see him actually be the dog he once was. But I do like Mike Tyson. I like his podcast. And I like all the things he does. I do not want to see a 50-year-old man box um, Jake Paul. I'm just not interested interested in it and i'm intrigued by it um if it's on does someone play for it i'll watch it but i just don't see why pretty much want to me one of the best boxers of all time need to even get in the ring with, with someone who's an amateur to me 
Okay, okay. Thank you. Talk, talk to me, Wes. Bro, you watching this fight? I know I know. Paul is one of your idols. You watching this fight or no? Who cares? No one cares, bro. Give me Gucci Man versus, versus uh, Jeezy or something. Give me somebody else. Give me... I don't know. Give me, give me, you know, anybody from Housewives versus anybody from Housewives. Give me the old bad girls club. Give me that. I don't want to watch this fight. I don't care for this fight. It doesn't matter. I mean, shout out to Jake Paul and and, and Logan Paul and all the Paul people. Shout out to all of y'all, man. Y'all making money, man. Making money that I wish I had. But you know what? No, no one cares about the fight. Because no one wants, <laughs> no one cares about fighting. Who, you want to come fight an old 50-something-year-old man? Who cares? No one. That's my take. No <laughs> one cares? I don't no know. No one cares. Miles, tell me, brother. Do you care? Would you go watch this joint? First off, let's talk, let's talk about the cap of the show. I think that was the cap of the show right there. Connie, Connie wore it very, very, uh, very eloquently. And that's, that's a straight cap to say nobody cares about seeing Mike Tyson. And, and Jake Paul go at it, man. I think at this point, I think Mike made a very great comment in saying this is what he is doing. Uh, he is keeping it alive. He's bringing his followers with him, and the the, the eye is on the box, is on the ring. Um, I mean, as for as for Mike Tyson being this, being in, in the age that he is, I've seen his training even now. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Jake catch one to, to the mouth, you know what I mean, and, and, get, and land, land on the canvas. So, if anything, I'm watching it for that. I'm watching it for the, the sheer fact that Mike Tyson would put him on the mat. And uh, that's that's really what I'm there for. I don't, I don't know if anybody's excited to be like, hey, I want to see Paul knock out Tyson. We don't see it happening. So, um, and, and honestly, let's let's be real about this. If Tyson Tyson basically said we got to make it happen, but there, there's dollar, there's dollar signs in this in this fight. There's money all over the place and money to be made. And Tyson's not stupid. Regardless if I'm 50 or 60 years old, I'm about to get the bag if I, if I accept this fight. That's what Tyson is. That's what he's gonna do, man. So I see it happening, and I'm excited to watch it, man. For real, for real. All right, yo, uh, look, I'm I'm here for it. Will Smith, talk to me, bro. What, what do you think, brother? Would you watch this fight? Are you gonna pay for it? No. Hello, yeah, yeah, my mom. Mm. The Lord didn't want him to get in There we go. <laughs> Yo, let's go to the comments. Okay, let me... hold on, hold on, refresh yourself. We got, um, we got, <laughs> I won't say the word. Uh uh, uh uh, it ain't working for you. All right, look, we got, um, Robert Dean. Robert Dean said Mike trying to get a bag, right? Um, He's not a fool. He peaked the potential pay- payday. Right? I know it's up. We got um, JB Johns. JB Johns was popping, bro. Said y'all didn't see Mike Tyson versus Roy. Yeah, we saw it. Mike Tyson still has it. Ain't it ain't going. He said it needs to book Mike Tyson versus Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Two old folks going at it. I'll take it. Hey, he he said that Rocky was boxing at 60, so Mike will be fine. That'd be fine, man. It's the long get the hands, though. Let's be real. Hey, my man, Will Smith, is not on that uh, McDonald's <laughs> Wi Fi. Oh, uh, don't do my cut boy that right out. there, man. You cut that out. Crispy on some other stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Crispy. Hey, hey, we got the ATT fiber while you're talking. But anyway. <laughs> 
Hey, V, I want to tell you this. A lot of people didn't get to see Mike Tyson fight live. You know why? Because they went in the kitchen when the fight started, and it was over in 15 seconds. So you ain't the only one that didn't get to see him live, you know? And I'll say this. Mike Tyson's still putting paws on people, on the airplanes and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So I've seen his training video, too. He still moves very quickly. And because of the experience of Mike Tyson which Jake Paul does not have the years of experience in the ring that Mike Tyson does, I'll take a 53-year-old Mike Tyson to beat Jake Paul, and I want to see it. Listen, um, I, I don't know if he's going to beat him. I'm pretty sure he won't. Okay. But I know he won't. Mike Tyson won't get knocked out because he won't. It, 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 there'll be some stipulations that won't allow for too hard a punching or whatever, but he won't, he won't get knocked out, but he gonna lose. Right. And I don't doubt that at all. I saw that fight. I saw what happened with Roy Jones. Right. And I did see. Yeah. I um, saw I Roy know. Jones kept holding because Mike Tyson was he kept holding because Mike he Tyson is hurting him. Yeah. But yeah. guess what? And Roy guess is... what? Go ahead. Mike Tyson has lost to people we don't know before. Right, <laughs> don't act. When he was what ten years younger, he lost to people we don't know. Now he's older. You think he's gonna beat this young kid? I yep. don't think so. I yep. really don't. But mm -hmm. if he catch him one good time, will 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 catch me outside, bro. Real talk. You won't get enough of talking about what Donald Simmons, bro. Freaking uh, Gator. The, okay, this about I, oh. Mike Tyson right now. And, yeah, we talking about Mike Tyson. We talking about Jake Yo, talk to me, voice, bro. Now, now give me your real, bro, because I need to know from you. Do you want to see this fight for real? I do for the same reason that you just said. It is the same reason that I purchased the first uh, Paul Woodley fight. It was for the hopes that he would get caught one good time. Now, Tyron did catch him one good time. He just didn't follow up. He needs to catch him more than one good time. But Mike's one good time and Tyron's one good time, two totally different one good time. So, yeah, for, for the hopes of that, I want to see the fight. And I know it's for the bag. He's doing that. Who I really want to see him fight and who he's ducking is another old guy, Anderson Silva. He won't fight him because he know Anderson will destroy that dude. Listen, man, I'm going to tell y'all right now. Um, I want to see it. I'm going to pay for it. Yes. I hope I hope, you know, that y'all will come and join me and bring some friends, right? Um, I want to see, I want to see Tyson lay this man completely out. If it's possible, I want to see him lay him out. But if he don't lay him out, it's over, um, and we all going to see it, right? So that's all I'm saying. I love Mike Tyson. I'm excited about, you know, this fight that's coming up. Um, voice, bro, thank you, man, for letting us bombard your session. I know that, you know, we were guests here. And I appreciate you sharing your session with us, man. Hold on, let's see. We got one more from Crispy. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> let's have Jake Paul versus Logan Paul. Winner gets to be the only brother with two first names. <laughs> I love it. All right, y'all. Look, we're going to take a small break. And then right after this. Wow. So it seems, Voice, we have already come to the end of another great episode. What I mean, what are we gonna do, voice? What there's no more boxing to talk about this week. Yeah, there's no more boxing to talk about this week, no more MMA to talk about this week. Um, but we've talked about a lot, and uh what we will be able to talk about or, or think about is what's going to happen the following week when you got 
um, the PFL going on and you have their golden girl literally in Kayla Harrison fighting in the toughest fight that she's had to date. She's taking on Julia Budd, former Bellator champion, UFC vet. And uh, yeah, that that fight, yeah, that, that's going to be her toughest battle to date. Oh, and then you have um, Lord, what, what is it? Uh, uh, International Fight Week for the UFC uh, on the 2nd of July. That, that, that's what we'll do. We, we will bask in uh, the, the wonderful appetizers that we have leading up to a, a week of phenomenal, phenomenal fights. Well, you already look like you're already ready because I see that Bellator shirt there, sir, and it, it, it looks looks lovely. You got to give people a chance to see it. Yeah. Okay. There we go. So as as always, you can always check us out uh, Wednesday nights, MTMV Sports at 9 p.m. for your fight night updates. And that's just to hold you over until you hear the man, the myth, the legend, the voice uh, on the main cards. Definitely make sure that you listen out. Uh, and if you if you missed any episodes previously. Go back and listen to him. He's dropping gems. He's giving you everything that you need. And he's he's literally showing that he's speaking things into existence. Because there's been a couple things over the past few weeks where voices said, and I'm like, nah, that's not going to happen. And it's coming out. Uh, it's been another amazing show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Uh, it's me, your man, Will T, with the man, the myth, the legend, the voice. Voice, give us your last words and take us out, sir. As always, fight the good fight. Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports.